Yo, what's going on, everybody? Y'all know who it is. This is CNG Podcast. I'm G Walker, and I got my boy with me. Y'all know who it is. Brother, tell him who you are. You already know who it is, man. It's a CJ on this beautiful, um, beautiful day, man. And about to get, about to watch this, um, what we got, the Hawks and the Bulls highlights? Yeah, we're going we gonna to get to that real quick. But, hey, we got a special guest for you guys tonight. But before we get to that, we're going to get you guys with this intro. We're going to come right back to it. Let's go. Let's get it. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast. And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG podcast. <laughs> on everybody and we back like that cj tell them who we got coming on the special guest tonight big dog oh man to the fellas out there y'all gonna like this one y'all gonna really like this one but no she um this lady has been in our show before we happy to have her back this gonna be the first time she's gonna be doing bulls content with us so it's gonna be very exciting so let's welcome to the show um miss sugar and vodka hello hey how you doing <laughs> i'm good camera off <laughs> yeah, sugar. yeah you ain't gotta have your camera on. we're gonna have a lot of overlays and a lot of stuff to get into oh, yeah sweet. there you go Yay. yeah yeah we finally face. got her on the show this is the, the lady of cng man the lady that's been with us on our bears show our bears podcast episodes introduce her properly y'all go know her as sugar and vodka how you doing tonight i am excellent that's good to it's hear. Friday. That's good to hear it's friday i don't know what's going on with the bulls but i'm doing good <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Bulls. CJ, what's going on with the Bulls, man? I don't know, man. I mean, they had one good game. They had that one game against Atlanta. You know, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. And then after that, man, they just – I don't know what the hell happened to them after that. They disappeared or something happened. Yeah, man. You know, it was it was a crazy week. The team hasn't been performing well up to our standards, what we think they supposed to be um, playing up to. But – we got a little bit of footage from the game against the Hawks with our boy, Patrick Williams, giving those buckets. So since we got our guests on here, we want to know how you felt about this performance. Let us know how you like about this footage, Sugar and Vodka. Well, we're going to let them go. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, man. But uh, right now we got Patrick Williams doing his thing. We gotta wait for our guests to unmute the mic, but um, G Walker, what's what's going on, man? As far as Patrick Williams, how you think your boy looking? Man, he looking pretty good to me, man. He's cutting, he hitting his threes. You know, and Kobe White is looking for him on the baseline cut down there. You know what I mean? So he came out to this game today, rebounding. That's something that we always thought he should be able to do. Just rebound a little bit more, hit those boards, help out Booch a little bit more, hitting his threes and everything like that, right there. So I'm proud of Patrick Williams this game tonight. He's been he was very aggressive. Pull up Jay right there, bang, he hits it. Rebound right there, he gets it. So what do you think about him playing on this game right against the Hawks right here? Oh uh, man, he looks aggressive, he looks good. Um, you see him with the pull-up shot, um, with the miss right there, but I like the fact that he's taking these shots, man, because Patrick Williams has a tendency, you know, early in the season to pass up shots like this and give it to his teammates. We don't want him doing that. We want Patrick Williams playing aggressive, shooting the ball, going to the basket, getting rebounds, you know, and when he's doing that, you know, it seems like, you know, he's more engaged to the game. Shukin Vodka, how you doing? Can you hear us? Oh, you can hear us out there? Okay, what you think about this footage right here? 
It looks like he's doing something and it looks good. Just wish it played through the whole game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it just looked like he was getting it going pretty early. You know what I mean? And he helped the Bulls win a lot. He's, he's looking like he's ready to rebound. He's ready to fight. Absolutely. Great game by Patrick Williams. I love to see it. And I hope it continues for the rest of the season. So, that was a good win right there. Right, CJ? Oh, uh, man, that was, that was a great win. And actually, um, a little kind of disappointing in Atlanta. You know, Atlanta usually – um. They usually be ready to play, and for some reason this season, man, Trey Young got some type of different attitude, man. Him and um, him and the coach is not getting along very well, so I don't know what's going on there. But um, you know, hopefully that team will figure it out. Okay, okay. So sugar, so I'm pretty sure you watched the game, so you was happy with that win. Huh? At least we got that win with the Hawks, right? Yeah, and it's what happened after that is what's the big <laughs> what the talk around town is. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So, so we're going to get into it. The Bulls ended up winning this game, 111-100. Uh, and we actually got some stats from that game as well. So the final stats of that win was DeMar DeRozan, 26 points, one rebound, six assists, three steals. Zach Levine had 26-2. The Paul, Patrick Double, Patrick Williams, 18-10-2. Boots, you know he's going to give us a double. double. Uh, Caruso, 12-4. Kobe, Derrick Jones, 5-4. CJ, what do you think about this team we're hearing these stats right here? Um, a lot of guys contributed different ways. Um, Kobe White contributed by his scoring and by you know getting um assists and getting some steals. Um, um, Caruso played excellent, did a um pretty good job. Vooch um gives you a double double. So I mean, everybody pretty much played this game. I thought in, you know from start to finish a pretty good consistent way. Even though Atlanta did get themselves back in the game a few times, the Bulls were able to finish them off, close them out, and get the W. That's what it's all about. Yeah, Antonessa, what do you think about this W right here? Good team win, nice, good stats for everybody, right? Yeah, that was a good win. A win's a win, so it's always good. But it has to carry on. <laughs> yeah, you got to be consistent, right? Yeah. So what we got the next right here is what this uh, Patrick Williams, you know, he was pretty much the rising player right here, what I saw. You know, 18, point, 18 points and um, 10 rebounds, man. You can't ask nothing more from a guy that was drafted fourth overall. You know, this is something that we he, – he, you should expect from him every night. I can't believe it. this was his first double double of the season, right, CJ? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, but 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 we know Patrick Williams is capable of doing things like this. G. Walker, we seen flashes right. of this in the season, so I'm not surprised that he got the double double. I'm just surprised that he got it this late in the season. You know what I mean? So you know, but big ups to Patrick Williams. Hopefully, he'll continue to do this, man. The Bulls with the ups and downs they have, and hopefully, we'll just see this kid shine through. Yeah, he actually had a good game. You know. And it's him, um, and here's something that Billy Donovan said about him. I feel like he's gotten better. He's improving. You can see the growth in him, but that's what he's got to do. You got to feel him on the backboard. He's got his great explosiveness off the floor, which means he has a good jump. When he gets in, he makes those kind of efforts to get on the backboard, which means getting rebounds. He's really an elite rebound. So, Antoinette, what do you think about that statement by uh, Billy Donovan right there? Yeah, there's growth, but we still need more. I said it's hard to talk about this game because we know that what happened the next two games. So you can look at that game and, and you know, sugarcoat and be like, yeah, everything looks great. Yeah, it looks better. And then we right. know what happened. So it's hard to it's hard for me to go there and then already knowing what happened. So Yeah. So then we still got a distance performance on the boards. It was extremely courtesy. Williams scored 18 points for the second time in four games. He's now dropped 10 or more points in four straight games. And that's finished as a plus player in three of those contests. Williams' offensive aggressiveness and overall feel for the game appears to be trending in the right direction. And this could be absolutely huge in the making 
of a second half surge of rea- of a second half surge of reality. So CJ, they're pretty much saying, you know, hey, this could continue right to the stretch of the end of the season. Well, it should continue because um we've seen a, a you know we've seen a confidence boost from Patrick Williams. The thing is that we scream consistency, and not just with him, it's with the other players too. Um, Kobe White has played better as of late. Um, Caruso is is playing better defensively. He's shooting better. So as long as the Bulls play consistently throughout the remainder of the season, they shouldn't have a problem. But that's been their biggest problem: is big consistency this season. And that's what you were saying today. Like the, the the inconsistency is something that just drives you crazy, right? Yes, the lack of cohesion. It's and then you know against Swolenic, we're not on that game. But you know, it's like we're sometimes we go out there, and then other times it looks like it just everybody gives up, and everybody's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then just right. like, what's going on? It's confusing. Yeah, we're gonna get to that next game, and that next game is what the Bulls versus the Pacers, right, CJ? That is correct, man. And huh, yeah, I mean, if we look at it, final score, um, one sixteen, one ten. Um, the Bulls pretty much let this game get away. The fourth quarter, the Pistons, I mean, excuse me, the Pacers gave it to them. You know what I mean? Um, I think in the third quarter, I think the, the Pacers scored 42 points, if I'm not mistaken, in the third quarter. Yeah. So yeah, that pissed me yeah. off right there. That, that really pissed me off because the Bulls had them. They had them in the first half, and then in the third quarter, bro, you give up 42 fucking points. Like, why? Which is why it's hard to agree to the other article that was up there because where's that third, you know, third quarter surge? <laughs> yeah, and we actually everybody non existent. And everybody's watching. We got footage of that game, the end of that game right here in the fourth quarter. We're gonna get to that right now and we're gonna break that footage down. Let's go. So this is at the beginning of the game. Right, we see Zach Levine bringing the ball up, coming off the top of the keys, passing Vooch. Everything looks good. Vooch hits the shot. Everything like that's working. Patrick Williams is coming down the court. Everything looks good. Twelve to five. Vooch passes to Pat. Pat hits a three. Antoinette, what do you think so far early in this game before we get to the get to the other bad stuff? <laughs> the beginning of the game, everything looked great. It looked like we were gonna do something. Yeah. So CJ, what you looking at right here, man? Man, I'm just looking at the offense flowing. Everybody's moving around on offense. Look how nobody's standing around. Everybody's rotating. Everybody's moving around. The offense looks good right now. You know, Kobe White pulls up with the jumper, knocks down a three. So, it looks good. Yeah, man. It actually looks good. Like, we look like we were going to win this game. The ball was moving. Guys were where they're supposed to be. It was a lot of effort, you know, most of the game. And I don't know what's going on at the end of the game. Um, It looks like the Pacers ended up turning up their defense a little bit more. They got a little bit more physical. Then the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, tend to play with, and they're pretty much a finesse team. So when Indiana Pacers decided to get a little bit physical, a little bit more of a double teams and everything like that, it's like the Bulls begin to unravel. Because right now, the second quarter, everything looks perfect. It's 53 to 39. Right, CJ? And wh- oh, internet. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, and, weren't, internet. and weren't they on a losing streak? So I don't get how we lost to them. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. Look, we're 62 to 48 right here. Are you serious? Look at this. 10 minutes in the third quarter, we're up this much. Zach hit another. Oh, my God. Just crazy. This is yeah, nuts. Man, 68 can, to 59. Yeah, you can see. You can see slowly but surely they started creeping away, creeping away. And then this is the perfect moment right here. You see about four, well, 445, 446 left. Okay, the Bulls get the ball. They come down. DeMar DeRozan gets a good pass off to Caruso. Russo goes hard to the rim. 
This is off the drumming with the slam. Sorry for y'all for the lag. But um, yeah, man. And now look at the score now. You see that it's 79 points up there. So wow. what the hell happened from and now look at the fourth quarter. See how it's slowly just creeping on? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, we're up only at six right at this minute at this moment right now. 90 to 84. You know, we went up eight right here. Nice reverse layup by uh DeMar DeRosa. You know, uh DeMar has the ball again. Good cut by Io. Boom, layup. Still looking like we might win this game. It's still looking like it's in. Oh, look, now you can fast forward. It's 94 to 91. Seven minutes left. This one, it looked like gloom and doom. Right, Antoinette? Yeah. And then they start looking tired. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did start looking tired. In any sense. Look at that. 98 to 94. Six minutes left. Which is in the mid post right here. High point, high post right here. Oh, good move. Dumps down. Oh, easy. Two points. Easy two points. It should have been there all day. Look at the score, CJ. Look at this, man. They keep they keep attacking the basket, but defensively, man. Now look at that. He goes straight to the lane. Now that's a good block by that's a good block by um Vooch. But Caruso, you can't let that dude go baseline like that on you. Crazy. Look at this. 106, 107. Is he gonna pass the ball? Nope. A minute he left. Scored. A minute left, 108, 107. Man, this was this was like a, a win that we should have had, and we and we came out and we pretty damn much straight. Just it just sucked, man. Look at it, it ended up being one ten, one sixteen. That was what Un made so many people so frustrated. That Such game, bad. that game, like turned a lot of fans, and they were just like, "What the is going on?" It was crazy, and not only that. You know, that was that was a part in this game. We're gonna to get to some comments from fan base oh, and, and people, man. And we're gonna to get to it because it was a crazy ass play that Zach Levine did again that is showing that his IQ and everything like that isn't where it needs to be. Oh, it's like they all they've all been losing their basketball IQ. Zach Levine. <laughs> what is exactly. wrong with you? CJ, explain this to me right here. What the hell? This is two separate games, man. Please explain okay. this to me. Now, I'm looking at, I'm looking, first I'm going to look at the bottom real quick. That, I guess that was against Washington. What the, I don't understand, man. And that's a two-point shot. That's what I was talking about uh, uh, um, the last um, episode. It's that how right. you got Caruso open and you got Vooch open. And you decide right. to take that shot. Now, up here, you look at Zach, and I don't know who is that open. I don't know if that's Caruso or whoever that is, but Zach should have threw the ball right there. And the fact that he didn't just pissed me off. Antoinette, this this is not deja vu, I promise you. Sugar and Walker, this is not deja vu. <laughs> what, do you, what do you see right here? You see Zach what? Not doing what? Not doing what he's supposed to. Why would take that shot? Why would you take that shot? And that's what, and it happened twice in this, twice in two different games. A guy that makes two hundred million dollars, you're just expecting that their IQ. You can't be doing it yourself. High. You have to learn how <laughs> do what's needed. Man, right. Not just not not just trying to be the star just because. That's right. Yeah. The most, ahead, I mean, the most the most frustrating on that the first one, the first picture you see up there is that Caruso is wide open, bro. He's wide wow, open. Wow. Yeah. And, and and who does and who does that give it to? Oh, I'm sorry. He throws it up in the air, and, and they get the damn ball, and they run it back. Doesn't make any sense. I can't believe a player this athletic and this talented is is this stupid. 
And we're going to actually pull up some of the comments from people that uh, that we got right here with us and see what they said. <laughs> we got our boy Andrew that's part of the CNG podcast on our page. He says, it's crazy, but he is that talented and that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I agree with you, brother. He's, he's giving us, he's giving people ammunition to call him, call him that. <laughs> and then he said, it, it's who he is. He's got max money being that way and he ain't going to change because to him it worked. So he's a player who he is, and that's who he is. So, Antoinette, I you know I have to ask you: if you pay somebody this much money, how would you feel about their performance doing this crazy stuff right here? He would definitely have a talking to, <laughs> but I don't see it changing. I don't know what's going on or what needs to change, or if anybody even cares at this point. I mean, I I agree with you, but it just seems like the team doesn't have any cohesion. Like you said, the chemistry is off, the uh, the unity is off, the communication seems to be off, the toughness seems to be off. Like you guys are not rookies. You guys been in the NBA six, seven years, Everything nine years, is ten, off. yeah, ten years. Like why can't you guys win and beat the bad teams that you're supposed to be? Because we have no problem beating the good teams, right, CJ? I told you before, man. It's all about pride with these guys. They don't want to look a certain way. When they're out there on the floor, they're playing too cute out there. Instead of just being a dog and being dirty and playing mean, Zach want to start playing, getting mad and getting mean when he getting his ass kicked. When he's down five, six points in the fourth quarter, it's already too late because the other guys, like whatever, they they just gave up. So whatever you do, don't even matter. So it's like, man, guys got to stop being so damn prideful and just play the right way. I feel you, man. And we got more comments coming in. It says every time somebody plays the Chicago Bulls physical, they fold. Pacers played physical. Bulls <laughs> pissed the bed. They deserve this L. They did deserve this L. It's because it is. He's part of the reason right here, right? That Zach Levine got paid two hundred and fifteen million dollars to be, you know, pretty much the franchise player of this team, man. And you know, you're not living up to the expectations. So, you know, to, to you, bro, we're gonna need you to get it together. They but, deserved you know, it, but the fans didn't deserve it. I totally agree. The fans did not deserve that. The people that sat down all day, came home. Watch that. You know, they deserve they deserve to win. But we, we, we're going to press on to the next game. Right, CJ? So what we got for the next game, CJ? Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that next game. Uh, uh, that, we got to find. Just when you thought yeah, it we was gotta bad. Yeah, we got to find a score. Yeah, we got to find a score of that, of that game. The final score, um, and this was the game against the um, Charlotte Hornets. It was um, 111 to 96. Um, this was terrible. Um, I didn't pull up any any overlays. I was pretty pissed off. I didn't feel like putting any overlays because, I mean, you would think they couldn't play any worse from that Pistons game, and they did. They played a lot worse. I mean, no nobody pretty much showed up. You know, yeah, Patrick Williams had a couple of plays here and there, but it's like nobody – they had no energy whatsoever. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, you know, we got more comments, and we even got a video from your boy David Kaplan that you pulled up, up CJ. We can pull it up, man. Pull it yeah, up, let's man. let's see, let's see what our boy Kaplan gonna say, man. I'm a, I'm a fan of David Kaplan, but man, he was not too happy. So let's um let's get rid of this overlay. Let's go ahead and let's pull up that video. Welcome into the recap of the Bulls getting their ass kicked again. This time at Charlotte, it was 81-80, folks. Zach Levine had 14 at the half. I'm thinking, wow, 
Maybe we'll get a 30-point game. He finished with 18 points. He was not good. This team is not good. And I'm going to make this the shortest recap you've ever watched. This team needs an overhaul. And at some point, I would hope Arturis Kardashovas and Mark Eversley would come down from their tower and grace us all with their presence on an interview. This team is vastly overrated. And what I watched tonight in the fourth quarter, thank goodness I didn't go on DraftKings and bet any money. That's Wrigley, by the way. I watched it at Lucky Strike. I'm in there watching this game thinking, wow, Bulls are rolling along. They look good. Zach, 14 at the break. DeRozan did finish with 28 points. But this team, ridiculous. Re-freaking-diculous. Quit buying into all the hype. I'm not going to anymore. Oh, they won three in a row. They're rolling. Maybe we can go get a shooter and we can keep this thing moving. This team stinks. Vastly overrated. And your front office, ridiculous. You never hear from them. Take that. Mm. Antoinette, Sugar and Vodka. What do you have to say about that video right there? It goes to the front office, but more so, it goes to Reinsdorf. That will not change anything. That is happy with mediocrity, which also goes into the White Sox. And they make the most stupid-ass moves, and it's so ridiculous to watch. And, of course, you stay a fan, but it's hard to it's hard to know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's and it's it's it seems like you paid all this money for all these guys that are been in the NBA ten years, nine years, seven years. You put this team together, they make the playoffs last year. You no longer get the excuse that Lonzo Ball is not here anymore. You have Ayo Dusumo, have Drogas who is hurt right now. You have Alex, yeah. you have Dalen Terry who for some reason can't get minutes. So it seems like the person who's responsible for this, and we're going to talk about him in a second, is the coach. But CJ, what do you think about that video? You just had the same feelings that uh Kaplan had right there. Man, um, he spoke the truth, man, and that's what a lot of fans are 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 really thinking right now because, you know, we've been seeing this over time and time again. Like Kaplan said, they had a good first half, but when you play like dog crap in the second half, it kind of invalidates what you did in the first half. So right. it's, it's it's really just crazy how we keep seeing the same thing over and over again. And then you got other fans out there. Oh, the Bulls, they're giving up on Zach Levine. They're giving up on DeMar DeRozan. When you see your team do the same crap every single night, wouldn't you feel frustrated? Wouldn't you wouldn't you lose, like, um a, you know, hope for your team? If you keep seeing the same thing every night, we're 40 games in the season, and we've seen the same thing every night with no growth, no change, no nothing. We got players playing better, but the, it's a team game. Right. And I agree it's a team game. It seems like at some point there has to be an identity for a team that's, that's this talented with the, the big three that we have, and they continue to lose games. That is an indictment on not only the players, but it's a big strike against – this guy right here. And we got comments from people from the um, CNG podcast streaming tonight. This guy right here. This guy has been a pain in my ass for a very long time. Everybody's. He likes to play small ball. He he doesn't like to play tall athletic guys enough. Javante Green and Kobe White have, must have pictures of this guy somewhere because they're always going to get minutes. Um, mm. Sugar and Vodka. What do you think about Billy Donovan right here? What have you seen from him, from his coaching? Do you, you know, what do you think? 
I don't know if he's given up on the team or if the team doesn't like playing for him or if the team doesn't like playing with each other, but something is all wrong and something is not working. See, what that is, it's, it's the coach, right? It has, CJ, give me your thoughts on Billy Donovan, man, because at some point he has to be, he has to get exposed, man. You can't keep blaming the players all the time because one minute you, Zach is looking like he's, the offense is going through him. Next minute is like it's going through Vos Dinner Demar is like, what are we doing, right, Caesar? Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you like this, man. David Kaplan just gave you guys a clue. He just he said he went after AK and Mark Everly for a reason. They signed this guy before the season even began. They gave him a four-year extension before the season began. So to tell you the truth, I don't think Billy Donovan is going a damn place, no matter who's man, on this man. team. You know, and that and that and that's the sad, um, the sad reality of this whole thing is that we can talk about Billy Donovan all we want to, but we're gonna be seeing his ass for a good minute. Man, and not only are we frustrated as as the only fans, but we got our own people that's coming in on the stream saying they're frustrated with the losses as well with Billy Donovan and Zach Levine. We got our guy, one of our top people, uh, commenters in the on the CNG podcast, Darrell Shottown Love, and he says this right here. Every time they get on a win streak, Billy, no coach, and Donovan finds a way for us to lose with this horrible coaching decisions. And that's what all we've been saying, right, CJ? Yeah, man. Um, it's it's been several times where, where he had players out there too long. Um, DeMar DeRosa got four fouls. He kept his ass out there for all that time. It's like, man, Dalen Terry is sitting right there on your bench. Play the kids some minutes. I was hoping when DeMar DeRozan got those fouls that we would have saw Dalen Terry, you know, play a little bit more. But nope, we've seen him towards the end of a game, like you know, like we've been seeing this season. So it, it you know, I don't understand that you draft a player. You draft him and then you don't play him minutes. It, it just I I I, ne I don't understand that. Sugar, your thoughts on <laughs> your thoughts on this quote right here from my boy uh, Darrell Shotown Love. <laughs> it seems to be that. Well, I don't know what's going on because how we can we be like seven three against the top teams and then fifteen twenty three against the bad teams and it just makes no wow. fucking sense. Wow. And that's the issue. Is like, why can well, we, we play against the good teams and then just fall apart? Do they give up? Is it the coaching? Where's right. the break in the right. communication? Right. These are grown-ass men. But we got people still coming in saying things. So damn true, our boy Antonio Gonzalez from the CG Podcast said, thought I was the only one seeing that, referring to as Billy Donovan has left. Vucevic on that bench. This, uh, this game, or the last game, for like pretty much the whole fourth quarter in the second half. So Billy Donovan, you know what? People are getting tired of your shit. Uh, you know, can't always blame the players. We still got more comments coming in. When is somebody from the media going to call BD out? And that's what I what our man Kaplan did right there. Called him out. Yeah. Not only called him out, but he called out the a, the, the organization's front office, Taurus and uh, Mark Eversley. Uh, we still got people coming in with the comments. So embarrassing, trades are coming. CJ, is that true? Are trades coming? Well, who you think needs to be traded? From my man, opinion, I, first Vooch, of all, I want to say yeah, first of all, I want to say shout out to Nicholas Marcus, man, because he he be on it in the shop boy, um in, in the um um CNG podcast. Excuse me, he be on it, man. So shout out to you, um, bro. But um, it is embarrassing, man. And we talk and me and um Nicholas actually we talked about this, bro. That trades are going to be coming. Do not be surprised if if you see Zach Levine and Demar Derozan be traded. Mm. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying, bro. 
Um, is it time to get Patrick Williams the keys and just have Vooch there as a mentor as that center, that, that veteran center to um help the young guys? We'll see. Right. Yeah, so 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 uh Sugar Vodka, out of the big three, who you think is getting traded? Is it is it Zach Levine? Is it uh DeMar DeRozan? Is it uh Vucevic? or is it I, is it all three or is it two? What do you think? I don't wanna see DeRozan go because I love him as a player. He's one of my favorites, so it'd be really sad and all this call for you know, DeRozan to go here, DeRozan to go there, Zach Levine to the Lakers. It's it's hard because, you know, <laughs> they're yeah. our main players, but they're the only right. ones with draft value. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we, we, right. We, need, we need something because obviously, unfortunately, it's not working as is. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. It's not working as is because neither one of these, out of these three, are leading the way they need to lead. You know, Martin Rosen tends to Look off, guys. Zach Levine has terrible IQ at times at end of games. He doesn't make the right pass, or he doesn't shoot the ball. Vooch, he just gets disengaged at the end of game. But I'm going to leave Vooch out of it because he's been the most consistent player for the, for the Bulls all season. Mm. And last episode, we brought up all his stats through the month of November, December, how he's been a top five rebounder and probably one of the a top five center in, in the NBA at this point. And we still got comments coming in from people. So we're going to pull up the next one. Him and Zach got to go. And he's and my boy Nicholas. What's up, Nick? Uh, he's a, he, he's a very good uh, follower from CNG Podcast. He's always on there dropping uh, comments and everything. And this is one of them. He says him and Zach got to go. And he's talking about Billy Donovan and um, Zach Levine. So, CJ, what do you think about this? Would you get rid of Billy Donovan and Zach Levine? Well, first of all, I want to give Billy Donovan no damn extension. First of all, AK. And really, this is the first time I ever questioned AK on, on some shit like that because I actually gave this dude the benefit of a doubt when he got Patrick Williams. You know, he turned around and got Io the next season. So I was saying, okay, he's making some pretty good moves. But then when you hear that Billy Donovan got a four-year extension for the for the beginning of the season, it makes you kind of scratch your head. And then you see the you see the the record that you see that they have now. So it's like I think that's the most frustrating part is that you don't see the improvement, you know, this season for what you would have saw from last season. It, it really sucks. And it shouldn't have to take Lonzo Ball not being on the team to, to see that. I, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm going to ask you the same. What do you think about that comment? Um, Zach Levine and um, Billy Donovan, um, which one would you rather keep or which one did you see going on both, uh, Sugar and Vodka? <laughs> well, Donovan shouldn't be there. But again – the way Chicago runs their teams, I'm not surprised at all. Mm. I feel you. Well, this is, you know, him and Zach got to go. I mean, but but that goes back into, you know. But Zach where? And for what? That's the thing. Yeah. Right. Ooh, Westbrook. Right, Westbrook. <laughs> you know what and, I mean? And, like yeah. And that's what it's coming down to because how could you move a guy that's you pay $215 million just last year or this year. Then you sign a coach in the offseason where nobody knew you did that shit. So like CJ said, if anybody's going to be gone, it seems like it's going to be the players. Billy Donovan's probably going to end up being here if Zach Levine is gone, DeMar DeRozan is gone, or Vucevic is gone. So um, this has been like one of the worst things that I've seen from a long time that can happen to the Bulls team. We got another comment, one more comment. <laughs> and we got uh <laughs> we got people from the CNG um oh, man. podcast saying the Bulls are ass, our boy Blake. Then we got our boy Randall saying I'm done watching these MFs. 
And that's how a lot of people are feeling because we, we, we start winning games and then we start losing games. Right, CJ? Man, like I said before, it's been that way through the entire season. Inconsistency through these games. They taking the, the team with the with the lowest records, um, not taking them very seriously. They're not playing to the competition. We keep saying this over and over again. And we keep saying the same results over and over again. How the hell can you get up? How, how can you get up and play um uh, play a team like Golden State? And then you turn around and get it get mollywopped by, by Orlando. It, it makes it, it makes no sense. Yeah, Sugar Vodka, what you got to say? Are the Bulls are ass or are you done watching these MFs? <laughs> of course I'm not done. <laughs> I'll stay through the season and see what happens. But what's going to happen in the draft? Are we going to get rid of anybody? Is it too mm. soon? Because we don't know what we'd be getting, like what's going on. But something's got to change, but I don't know what that's going to be. Okay, and Sugar, you actually brought you actually brought up a good point about the draft. I just want to let fans know this right now, just in case they weren't sure. We don't have the twenty-three um pick that we usually would have because we gave that to Orlando where we got Booch, but we will have Portland's um pick this year. Yeah. So um man, it's just the Bulls need to get it together, man. And you know, like you said, it's almost forty some games within the season in the season, if not forty some games already. This team is, is who they are. They're inconsistent. They lack leadership. They lack heart. They lack toughness. Um, they can't get over, over themselves. You think that they would have, you know, they would have, um, you know, took the opportunity to jump Indiana in the standings for that, for that spot. You thought that. Like, this is the moment. They got three wins in a row. We got one more. We beat the Pacers. Okay, we're a little bit more into the playoffs. So it's just irritating to see this type of inconsistency and, and, you know, lack of toughness and lack of heart. Um, I just don't believe that this could be because it could be uh, sustained um, going forward in the future. That, and that's what you were saying, right, Antoinette? Yes. How could you lose to the Pacers when we needed that game and then go to Charlotte, which were, I think they've only won like five at home. Yeah. So how, how do we lose that game? How do we fall hmm. apart? Why do we give up? Like we're playing like one of the top teams yet against an actual top team. We play our hearts out. It makes no sense. Mm-mm. And it makes no sense at all. CJ, man, I, that's, that's pretty much everything I got, man. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about, bro. Take the lead, take the, take, uh, take the steering wheel. Do your thing, big dog. Man, pretty much I have nothing else. I, I, I'm just I'm just tired of seeing this Bulls team doing the same thing over and over again. Um, I, I, they need to wake up for real. They need to get out of whatever reality they're in, and they need to wake up, man, because they, they can't keep playing like this. And then everybody's putting all-star selections in the all-star, man. I'm like this. None, none of the players deserve to be an all-star. I'm, DeMar DeRozan putting up numbers, but, the team, but your team is not winning, bro. And I, I'm all about your team winning for you to be an all-star. That's how I think. But um, I have nothing furthermore to say. Um, Sugar and Vodka, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, very good um, takes. Um, be, um, you know, very good takes. Um, everything that you pretty much said, I pretty much agreed with. Um, G Walker, hey, you know, you know how I go, bro. Another good solid show for you. But that's pretty much all I gotta say, man. Oh, all right. Um, before we get out of here, uh, Sugar and Vodka, please tell the people where they can find you and follow you. At Sugar and Vodka or Antoinette Gerlet. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. Snap. Right. I'm a, like I'm basically on every platform if you look for me. So okay. all right. I don't have anything else. That's it for me. So this has been a great show. And until then, we'll see you guys next Saturday.
or Friday. Or we might not be back because the Bulls can't get their shit together <laughs> and we might not even, even do any more shows because <laughs> it's a waste of time and we can't keep coming on here talking about how bad they are. They got to change it up. Yeah, talking we'll, about we'll, the same thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll, we'll keep to, um, to be determined. We'll let you know. Yeah, to be determined and to be announced if we're going to be doing more shows. <laughs> but that's it for me. That's it for CJ. That's it for Sugar and Vodka. From all of us, enjoy your weekend. God bless. Peace. Y'all take care. Have a good night.